Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Kick Out at Two AEW Dynamite review. Uh, this is Quags coming at you with Chris. How you doing, Chris? Doing well, doing well. Quags, you did a phenomenal job. I usually, before these videos start, I usually give them like kind of a countdown. I gave them the worst countdown like in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized the, that when I was putting my fingers up and then Quags still hit it out of the park. So that's great. <laughs> the, the one was kind of like a finger, like and it turned into a point, but it's all right. We, yeah. we're, hey, we're just managing. We're going well, uh, we're doing it. <laughs> well, our, well, our good buddy, Eric Sharb uh, is out on his secret mission. I think only a couple more weeks now. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll have him back soon. We miss um, him. he couldn't even, he couldn't even send us his opinions this week. That's how swamped he's been. So that's how secret, that's how secret it is, man. <laughs> I'm excited to actually be able to talk about what he's doing. Um, yes. Anyway. <laughs> Until then we'll leave you all in suspense. All right. So, uh, dynamite came at us on May 19th, 2021, uh, from Daly's place. Um, pretty soon we're going to be moving around the country, but we're still at Daly's place for now. I always think it's weird now that the sun is up when the show starts yeah. um, and it's like light outside. It gives you that yeah. weird, that weird <laughs> feeling. Uh, the show was kicked off by Christian Cage and Matt Seidel. They had sort of a match that was a little bit uh, grinded out in the beginning. Uh, ended with a bit of a flurry where Christian Cage won with the kill switch still think unprettier is the better name but that's all right uh there there was a mutual show of respect with side down and christian cage as taz mouthed off at christian from the announce table uh ricky starks came out to challenge christian but really just distracted him and the rest of team taz came out and attacked him then hangman page came out handed his drink to starks uh <laughs> on the runway that was pretty great yeah that was uh, awesome briefly got some shots in before team taz overwhelmed him uh, and then Starks uh, uh, drank Paige's drink as he stood over him in the ring. Uh, you kick it off, man. Uh, the match in itself, it was hard to be invested in it, to be honest. You got like a face versus face match with like no history. So it's kind of mm -hmm. hard to, and I, and it was kind of like. What do you mean no thing. history? They cut, they cut one promo last week. Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to get into that. As in like, that's the only thing that like we got the backstory of. And especially like Matt Seidel was just like, oh yeah, I was in this like casino battle royale before. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. we don't worry. We all we all remember for the wrong reasons when uh, he slipped on the top <laughs> rope. But like, happens, yeah. man. It happens. That just good. It picked up at the end, which I enjoyed. Uh, I actually liked the part where Ricky Starks uh, kind of was calling him out. I'm like, good, give him more TV time, give him the mic. He's doing great. Especially liked... even though he's hurt, right? No, yeah, that's what I'm kind of confused with is that like, I don't think he's going to be in the casino battle royale. So I was like, yeah, you got to make use of him as you can. If he's like, if he's hurt, he can't go in the ring. I liked how he's waving his guys over as if they're coming out yes. of the tunnel. And then they just came in from behind. I was like, okay, that was a yeah. heel tactic. Nice, type subtle, move. nice, subtle little thing they did there. I yeah, agree. exactly. I'm like, okay, they tricked him. No one looks stupid. That's fine. And then, yeah, I loved it when <laughs> Paige just hands him this beer, like hold this. And then everything like, it was hard to be invested in this match, but at the like post match, like all like the things that were going on, uh, it made sense at least. As in, like, yeah, when Team Taz, like, they're all like a big, they're a unit, they all uh, are on the same page. And then you get like three like good guys. Sometimes mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would the good guys even like win in this scenario, which they didn't? So mm -hmm. I liked how like Hook is this like uh, this kid who just chop blocks Page and then like, and then Brian Cage is the one power bombs him. I think mm -hmm. like, everything made sense. So match was like, all right, but I did like the post-match stuff. Everything made sense. 
I like the story they told in the match. I agree there wasn't much before the match, but it mm-hmm. seemed like Christian was trying to keep Seidel down off the ropes, um, which we know he's a, he can be a high flyer and has a lot right. of great moveset there. Um, and then Seidel did seem kind of dangerous. Like if he got up there, he could make a, make a difference um, and kind of come back. So I like the yeah, way the that match flowed. I really enjoy um, watching Christian Cage a lot more than I thought I would when he debuted. Um, think he's told, told he's hustling, guys, man. <laughs> I know you were right. I, I think you're definitely right. Uh, so I was into that. Yeah, all the stuff post match made sense. I think AEW actually does a pretty nice job of bringing together some feuds that you're not thinking of or you're not thinking yeah. that's the first thing like the pairs and feuds uh, i like what they do sometimes as and like it makes sense and then like it doesn't kind of insult you at the same time as in like oh i didn't see that coming that was good right they do get too cute with it which we often uh lament them for or, or would lament <laughs> ourselves whatever <laughs> trying to use vocab words uh but we we get after them for doing that but this time it was all right all right, so moving on, uh, Varsity Blondes, and specifically Brian Pullman Jr., uh, said his father kept him away from wrestling uh, until they met the Young Bucks. Um, the story of his dad, obviously, uh, is getting a lot of attention now. Some kind of dark side. Is it Dark Side of the Ring, or is yeah, it just Dark Side, side of the Ring? ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we won't go into that whole story, but you can wiki it if you don't already know. Um, <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah, this was a nice little compelling promo. Um, made me care about Varsity Blondes, who before I, you know, it's funny how little they have to do to make me care just that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, it's like the small stuff, right? Like we mm-hmm. kind of saw that the Varsity Blondes against the Young Bucks. If you told me last week, I'll be like, oh, okay, Young Bucks are just going to beat them. At least, again, like simplicity is bl- like is great. Where they just give like a small little promo, it's nice to get some backstory on the. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. kind of makes it mm-hmm. more important of how much investment he's going in. Like we we all said it before, even with Eric, like these small two minute thing, like even a minute thing, could make so much more of a difference in that story going into the match. So it's good, and they they're both young. It seems like, and they're have a new. Uh, we were just ragging on her before, where she looks like she's yeah. 15. But this yeah. is the perfect match. We talk about uh, AEW. She's like the perfect match for them. They're like they're doing this like high school like football like. At varsity act and she's the cheerleader i'm it's like oh, okay perfect Ju- i'm just googling it now is it julie hart i no. think it's julia hart julia hart yep yep that's right um there you go she's she's yeah. on too so just like everything <laughs> i know it's fun. It's, it, it's just a little thing but it did make a lot more sense yes. um okay next we had uh moxley and kinks oh man i'm amped to talk about this moxley and kingston <laughs> against the acclaim Oh no, sorry. This is just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did the promos and then they, they did, did two the promos, sorry. both of them, both of them, and then they have the match. Yeah, they did. They both did promos and match. Lots of action here. I thought uh, a lot of more of a traditional tag team match flow, um, but they had really good chemistry. Um, Moxley taking a lot of punches, acting like a wild man. Um, ultimately, Moxley and Kingston hit a tandem paradigm shift, uh, which I don't know if i've seen that before on dynamite at least um mm-hmm. and and they beat the acclaimed um but thing we have to talk about first is uh max caster coming out there with the rap so good, saying your wife's <laughs> all in my mentions uh trying to get me on those oral sessions which is renee uh john moxley's wife's podcast name so mm-hmm. uh 
that was just too good for me. Oh, and before that, I loved how Kingston and Moxley are really crushing these promos. At first, I wasn't totally sure. I think that they found a vibe with it, yeah. and maybe I've just gotten used to them more. But he goes, the acclaimed, what are they? Rappers. Yeah, rappers, the rapper. Yeah. Rap, <laughs> rapper and a rapper's friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was dying. I, I, I have oh, a note man. here later, but mm-hmm. sometimes dynamite is genuinely funny and not yes. like cringy wwe funny forced like funny as in like like i feel like sometimes when you watch wwe i should like have like laugh now sign like and they're gonna light it up or whatever i feel like that's right. what they want for whatever but yeah AEW does does that very well where it's just like yeah he's a rapper and uh rapper's friend or whatever like that is just <laughs> genuinely funny <laughs> Yeah. Um, as far as the match, well, first of all, I loved how Mox rushed them as soon oh, as yeah. uh, they got awesome. done with the rap because <laughs> absolutely deserved it. Oh man, if we could just stay on the rap for another yeah. second. When they say when they said we're the real paradigm shift, these two guys give each other Valentine's gifts. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, well, the acclaimed is another one. That was another one you said you got to be on. I'll agree with you, man. I told you, man. As soon as I heard the first rap, I'm like, oh, dude, if this guy keeps like spitting out like just like golden lines and not like be cringy and not forcing it, he could be like, this could be very good. And then luckily, like, luckily, I was right. Like, he every time he's out there, I even watched like the acclaimed like on dark and all those episodes, whatever. He does it all the time. Like, it's like, granted, it's like maybe not as specific, but they're all different. Like I was like, yeah. oh, okay, give credit to that guy. That guy could just like write for days. Then at this point, if he's if he's making different jokes on Dark and not even saving them for well, Dynamite, then like especially for Dark, like yeah, like how many people he, are watching I mean, it? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's great. Uh, big fan. Um, the wrestling was good. Like I said, I thought they had good chemistry. I thought they went back and forth well. I think Moxley's really coming into like a different level of his character. Um, yeah like the, the way he's wrestling, the way I mentioned it, but like taking those shots, um, sometimes like not letting them really affect them, but it looks like he's just absorbing it. Like he looks, he looks tough and he looks crazy. Yeah. Big fan. So good. Like you could tell that like, you could tell that like in WWE, he was so burnt out and just like was so fed up with a lot of things. And you could just like, kind of, you kind of gave that energy, but now this time you could just tell he's having a fun and a good time, especially I like this Mox and Kingston tandem um i think AEW does this very well like i know they take their tag team wrestling very seriously but a lot of times you get worried about like oh like what do we do with these two guys oh let's put them in a team and then yeah. this tag team thing and it's just like there's a difference between two guys tagging together and and being a tandem and then there's two difference of like oh there's two single guys just tag with each other or whatever it's like sounds mm-hmm. like the same but it's really not and honestly when mox and kingston kingston were like thrown together I know they were good friends. So I knew that they would do well, but I was just like, I didn't think they would do this well. They're, they're naming their tag team moves. Like they like that violent crown and that tandem paradigm shift. Like they're taking it seriously to the point where they have the pay-per-view match with the young bucks. So I am genuinely excited for that now. Cause I feel like all of them are going to do very well in that scenario. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and you know, we can go back and forth on wins mattering in mm-hmm. AEW. And sometimes that means that you just go on like mm-hmm. how Britt Baker took advantage of it. You go on dark, you go on elevation, you beat a bunch of right. name people and all of a sudden your record is inflated. But yeah, I'll honestly take that over two dudes that are single competitors randomly forming a tag team. And all right. of a sudden 
challenging for the and championship. Just, so this is what I also like about like like the rankings are kind of a like loose structure, but like when Mox and Kingston, like the acclaimed, I think they, they know what they're doing storyline wise. I think they claimed they were the number one ranked uh tag team. I think they or, were th- they were three. They well, were three wait, or something so, like so that. varsity blondes was the number one contender. Oh, that's right. So that's why they yes. got the match. Yes. The acclaimed was right after them, and then Mox and Kingston were right after them. So like it kind of makes sense now. Like mm-hmm. they beat the acclaimed varsity blondes, like spoiler, they did not win, but it's all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's yeah. like doing any of that. But now like it kind of makes sense like storyline wise like okay logically this could make sense of why they would get there and stuff and like the like even like all the still like stories uh storyline stuff this was a i liked the match it was a fun match like i think they pulled off very well that kingston's usually the one grabbing the heat of like they were working on his leg a lot i'm a big proponent of like old school but stuff like that work on a body part mm-hmm. keep going through and then mm-hmm. have mock come in when he clocked him right like when they finished their rap I thought that was hilarious. Even the announcers are cracking up. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah. This match is good. I enjoyed this a lot. Absolutely. I'm with you. All right. So next we just had Jericho quickly uh, talking with the doctor and saying that he was not going to give a scoop on whether or not they were going to accept the challenge. Yeah. Anything to say about that? Yeah. Uh, they, I, will, I will say real quick, though, he did give hom- uh, homage to like a big like um, WCW like promo he did. Demilenko was like the man of a thousand holds, and Demilenko was there. Oh yes, Demilenko made a joke as in like, "Oh, didn't you know like four more or something like that?" I was like, "Okay, if this was gonna be a throwaway type of thing, at least they kind of did threw him a bone like that. That was that was cool." Well, I didn't even catch that, so there you go. Awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so then we had Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky uh, with Tony Schiavone only briefly until they kicked him out, um, and they cut a promo <laughs> on Sting uh and darby page and scorp oh never mind that's my note um (laughs) so then uh eventually sting came out darby came out they they attacked them uh dark order eventually oh cut them off as page and sky tried to run away they had to flurry away or uh scurry away on side stage yeah this is good promo work like i know you said you were a big fan of scorpio sky i'm a big fan of ethan page they're doing well in the promo department. It's like, I want to, like, we're finally getting the match right at, at double or nothing. Right. So I'm glad yep. that we're actually going to see them. Like, they've been on dark actually constantly. And it's it's weird. We were just talking about like two guys starting to get a little bit like uh, Mox and Kingston are doing great as a tandem. It seems like a little bit that Scorpio Sky wasn't doing anything. Ethan Page, we just signed. How do we get these uh-huh. guys on TV? All right, let's put mm-hmm. them together. That's this seems like a little bit more of two single guys just being together instead of being a tandem, which is fine. I think their promos are great though. I liked how Scorpio Sky said, like, yeah, I love Sting. And then I grew up and then I realized he wasn't the guy he was. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, that was good. And I wish I could talk because me and Eric used to go back and forth and Ethan Page. And maybe when he gets on, we'll see where Ethan Page is at, where I could argue with him. I think Ethan Page is uh, phenomenal right now. I think like that's what AEW needs. It's like broad guys who weren't a giant face in a major company and just like kind of be a little bit more of homegrown and yeah he was a little over eccentric screaming saying i'm gonna be the nail in your coffin and all that stuff like that but like it get, like that yeah it was good it was just giving like kind of more like energy into like something that like we saw coming for weeks now and stuff like that and he was like so punting like yeah I threw him down the stairs and everything so it was great work and then of course um sting and darby allen had to get retribution so mm-hmm. i'm glad this is leading to their match finally 
Yeah, I agree. I don't have anything to add except for the criticism I always levy against them, which is that they didn't respond to the crowd when yeah. they were booing them. Um, but that's okay. Like, you know, it's something that they're going to have to figure out. And by the way, it maybe wouldn't stick out so much if it wasn't for someone like Miro cutting oh, yeah. the promo. Uh, well, we'll get to it. Oh, yeah, we'll but, get to that, man. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yeah, and I love the little Dark Order coming out yeah too where they're like no you're not just running away and so yeah. they have to kind of scurry, scurry around. Around. <laughs> all right next we saw the pinnacle they were having a fancy dinner backstage uh mjf said that he will have the last word with jericho uh dash says this is an snl skit this is serious mm-hmm. uh, and then sean spears assaulted the waiter for some reason <laughs> i didn't really know why something about didn't have his drink out yeah didn't get his drink first or something like that yeah that was strange so then uh mjf said if the inner circle does stadium stampede it'll be their last match (laughs) um i like that like in the same with the inner circle promo later that it's not just mjf like i liked uh dash it is dash that did that right it's not the other one dax that was oh my gosh you 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 picked it you switched their names together It's, it's dax and cash Together they're Dash. <laughs> His name used I'm, to be Dash. So yeah. I'm the worst. I'm the worst uh, wrestling <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> oh, man, you're giving me all Dax. the all the scoops. <laughs> Dax, yeah, yeah. Dax kind of. I thought that was a good promo. Dax and Cash, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a good promo or a good little piece in in the whole bit of it. I like that they're like setting them up like the inner circles, like the punk rock group, basically, and. You know, they're the fancy boys having like yeah. a nice dinner backstage. Um, MJF is compelling. This is very compelling. No, it was good. Like, I even liked that, like, it was in a dinner setting. So it kind of gave, like, a little bit of a shout out of, like, that's how Jericho and MJF yep. kind of, like, yep. came together, that dinner, Dave and Air thing. So it's kind of cool that this, this comes into full circle, inner circle, no pun intended. I feel really lame about myself now, but <laughs> we're going to keep going. <laughs> uh, Dax is really good on the mic. I think he's very yeah. underrated. I like, was shocked. He's good on the mic. And I remember he had that match with like Jungle Boy and a match with Jericho. Like he's good, like very good, like on his own. And now like he's good, he's good on his own and he's phenomenal with um with cash and FTR. So it's like like that's awesome, like sh- showing out like what you actually have. I like that he said that, like, yeah, stadium stampede won't be like hokey, uh SNL skit, rom com. I was just like, Oh, this is great. And like the yeah. Spears thing was weird. I was just like, why is he assaulting this guy? But <laughs> it's finally giving him character. A like, persona. Yeah. Yes. As in like Spears was honestly, he was so bland. Like we, like when he first joined in, like, I mean, he hit Cody with a chair the wrong way and they're yeah. like, they call him the chairman and that's his character. Like, yeah. And I was just like, well, okay. And then he lost and then he just started doing weird hokey stuff. And then they had nothing for him. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> this guy's going to go in the back now. Like, where he's good too, but like, so this is finally giving him more character as in, I think he's mm-hmm. trying to get more edgier and be a little bit more crazier. Again, he, he's the one who needs like everyone flourishes in the pinnacle, but he needs the pinnacle the most out of anyone just to kind of make sure he's staying relevant and get more of a character in there. A hundred percent agree. They're using it to elevate all of those dudes separately. And so far I think it is working. Yeah, so. I think so. And then you got totally tossing the, money water or whatever just to <laughs> just to yeah. make sure like that should cover it i'm like yeah that seems like a characteristic thing that they would do or whatever but this is good yeah yeah it was good fit the bill 
Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then we had Rebel, not Reba, uh, versus Sheeta. I don't get that. Um, yeah, like... I don't. I don't understand either. <laughs> I think it was. I think I'm. They had this like long sketch situation thing, and I just missed all of that. That was like yeah. when I wasn't watching Dynamite. Um, <laughs> So Sheeta was about to win pretty convincingly. Uh, and then Rebel uses the crutch, um, but Sheeta kicked out and won by exploiting uh, the knee injury. Um, Britt then came out and attacked Sheeta and slammed her onto uh, the championship belt that Britt will be challenging for slash winning uh, <laughs> at double or nothing. <laughs> she better. She better or else they're, they're stepping back. <laughs> Anything additional to say about this except for Yeah, the stomp, the the curb stomp on the belt was cool, but everything else mm-hmm. was very predictable. We always knew that like Rebel uh is a kind of like a quirky type of person. So and you're mm-hmm. going against this uh champ who's been like the longest reigning champ in quite some time, you knew it was gonna be short. But the stomp was yeah. cool. I'm excited for the match. I know I almost feel bad for Sheeta because I feel like this feud is finally giving her some more character. Yeah. And, like reason for being, but at the same time, like it's, you know, it's, we know where it's going. It's a hundred percent Brit's time now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh man. This next one was great. Okay. So then we had, then <laughs> uh, we had Kenny in trying to intimidate uh, Kenny and Don Callis, Orange Cassidy. Um, they played it like it was a flashback to right after the, um, match was Mm -hmm. ended last week after orange got hurt uh and kenny was saying hey i'm not just a wrestler i'm an evp want you to be healthy look you can challenge me down the line but just not at double or nothing um by the way unclear if it was going to be for the belt or not it just Mm -hmm. said you can wrestle kenny omega later uh orange cassidy ripped up the document uh kenny threatened him they gave him another document knowing that he was going to rip that one up uh to, to try and postpone the match but yeah, not taking it. I thought, <laughs> I, I mean, like this Kenny character is kind of, what is it exactly? This to me, and it's Don wacky. Callis is, yeah. he's carrying it yeah, um, and giving it that kind of like serious edge. Yeah, this is, I really enjoyed this segment um, mm-hmm. to the, like down to the having the extra contract because they said that, oh, we knew you were going to rip up the first one, <laughs> but why don't you take this? Um <laughs> I mean, down to the equipment guy being like, I can't believe that they would do that, like shaking his head in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah, a good way to take an unfortunate bump that happened last week and to turn it into like a little bit of story. I mean, I I loved it. No, I thought that was good how they kind of like tied it in together. Like he said that like, if you thought that power bomb was bad, imagine like me dropping on your head when he said the one wing angel. I was just like, okay, he's telling him as in like this is what's gonna like happen and it gives like yeah. such back like this wacky jerky care he gives such backhanded compliments like no like you're really important to the company like we want you to be okay we want you to be like the mascot i'm like oh my god like oh yeah <laughs> like, man that was really good <laughs> yeah that's like yeah like, we if need someone you calls be... you the mascot i'm like oh that's so like offensive but just so Big. funny at the same time <laughs> yeah and it's like you you know what you mean yeah it to be but you think that they're dumb enough that they'll think it's a compliment exactly like that's how just... <laughs> that's how low you think of that and, um, and orange cassidy staying in character is always slowly ripping the papers i was like perfect perfect yeah <laughs> yeah that was good that was and then being like oh no no okay 
Yeah, uh, and they're just no. <laughs> and they're just like staring and watching. Right, like, uh, okay. And then they just give him the other one. That was good. Yeah, this is like I was a little bit worried when going into this. I'm like, oh, they're gonna do something like really awkward and weird again. But this like kind of made sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, then we get to the big inner circle. Are they going to accept the stadium stampede match? You're gonna be surprised by no, the answer. Oh yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> uh, Ortiz started off said he wants to fight. Sammy said he wants to fight, uh, and that it's never going to end. This feud is never going to end. Uh, Jake Hager with the surprise good promo of the night. I feel like, <laughs> said the uh, the last thing they want is to be like the Pinnacle. Um, Jericho got more thoughtful, more serious. Um, he said he was terrified when he got thrown off the cage asks if it was worth it ultimately says it was 1000 percent worth it because of the revenge he's going to get on mjf and of course they accepted uh the stadium <laughs> exactly stampede. when they like came out i was just, just like thinking in my head i'm like what happens if they just don't accept that would be like the weirdest thing ever but obviously that wasn't going to happen <laughs> is anyone happier than jericho as he listens to everyone sing judas every time he comes oh, out to the yeah. ring? He must be so pumped. He's like, thank God this caught on. Now like I, I, I breathed in a new life into uh, his band Fozzie again. Fozzie? Yeah. <laughs> Fozzie's just like, Jericho, you're killing it. Keep going. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was, uh, had it not been for the pandemic, was definitely planning on going to that rock and wrestling yeah, uh, the, the cruise. cruise thing, I mean, yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. Because I think it would be hilarious to see Fozzie like in a situation like that like yeah, I don't exactly. know, just all <laughs> just, wrestling fans basically just like waiting just, for them to play the one so- yeah, song singing one song know. and that's it <laughs> um no no shots at Fozzie um <laughs> yeah this had some of this I, I, so good things I like that they're building up the different members just like the pinnacle yeah. um, they're having different people talk not just Jericho and everybody else is like a stand-in um I really did like Hager's bit. I thought that was well done. Mm -hmm. Um, And I haven't heard him talk very much since he was Jack Swagger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A little bit more of the, like, you have to kill us, killing stuff. Yeah. Okay. Like they're trying to be like the edgier, like you said, like the pinnacles, like the fancy guys and stuff, whether they're trying to be like, of course, one of them had to say bitch. So I think it was Jake, but like at the same time, like, also, I kind of yeah. wish Santana was there. I'm sure there's a reason why he's not. Um, but they said he's going to be back next week, which is good. It's just weird, like, not to, like, you need the five of them, but also, like, Ortiz yeah. sticks out awkwardly a little bit more uh, mm-hmm. just because Santana's not there. But yeah, I, I thought the delivery was great. I thought Jericho, like, kind of, you knew where he was going with it of, like, he's just screaming, is it worth it? Is it worth it? And he's like, and then you knew he was just going to go nuts as in, like, oh, yeah, it was worth it. And I'll do it, and then do it all again or whatever. That was cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, good stuff. Oh, then we had uh, sorry, I keep reacting to this segment before yeah. <laughs> I say what it was. But then we had uh, Jade and Tony. We had a manager person interrupt, say that they wanted to sign Jade, but Jade was the boss. He would work for her. Uh, and that, you know, why are you doing another stand-up interview with Tony? Where's your sit-down with JR? Time to move on. This. yeah let's get her signed I, i'm or just more shocked that this is the lawyer guy is like the the front runner i'm like this is the guy and i'm like all right whatever if they make him a character it is what it is but yeah you gotta, gotta pull the trigger sometime yeah my guess is that he's more of a blank slate to us yeah. at least yeah um 
Yeah. All right. Then we had Red Velvet and Serena Deeb for the NWA Championship. Um, they they didn't do any promos. I just have like that they could have used could have used some promos here. Mm-hmm. Um, went back and forth. Uh, eventually, the Serenity Lock uh, was completed by Serena Deeb and Red Velvet tapped out. Um, I like the moonsault press Red Velvet did off the side of the ring here. I thought it was okay. There were some good holds in this. There was also some good counters. Mm-hmm. I never thought Red Velvet was going to win. No. I think probably because <laughs> they didn't do any buildup for this at all uh, that I'm aware of, at least. I'm well, sure the only buildup I know for Red Velvet is that she comes from your mama's kitchen, and I have no idea where, where <laughs> that is even going to or what that entails. But that's yeah. all I know. <laughs> yeah, maybe too cute with that. Um, a little bit. And then, yeah, I think like the little two-minute promo thing, they could have really yeah, benefited whatever. from that in this match because I I didn't for one second really know. Like, and Serena Deeb has been out. So why not I give her a chance to kind of spout off? Serena Deeb is very good. Like, I thought this is like huge yeah. improvements of this, like, of like, whatever I remember we used to talk about the like a month ago, the women's matches were like rolling our eyes as in like uh, another like train wreck, whatever. Probably, probably like two months ago now. I feel yeah. like it's been, ter- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give it, yeah, give it time and stuff. No, 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 no it's I been don't. huge improvements. I actually thought the match was pretty good. But, like, I had no idea that, like, when they started, like, Serena Deeb was, like, this vicious, like, heel, like, type of bad guy person. I was just like, okay, I didn't know that. I did not know anything about this, really. I just thought that, like, oh, here's just two women going at it. But, like, if they did have, like, a minute promo thing, I could kind of, like, understand that, okay, Serena Deeb is this or whatever. Or maybe this is, like, her heel turn or whatever. But the match was, like, pretty good compared to what we were experiencing two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to even know and understand like Red Velvet and her mm-hmm. character and the fact that she's, um, you know, right there, maybe on the second level of the best women's competitors, that's a, that's an achievement they've built from there. So maybe I'm, we're, I'm picking on this too much, but that's yeah. okay. And you know, it's odd to be honest, like you were talking about some of the moves in their matches, thought like even this whole show, they've been doing so many dragon screws, like leg whips of like attacking mm-hmm. the knee for some reason yeah. it just stuck out to me i'm like everyone's doing this or whatever i was just like could someone change it up but i mean yeah it kind of worked in the match too yeah true true mm-hmm. okay so then we had pack who's super pissed at kenny um that was good he's it, i love him as the foil for orange who is more chill like you yeah. know just wants to wrestle and pack is like really pissed what did he say like who will beat the bastard then yeah exactly I like that i like that a lot two two extremes which is actually like pretty cool like getting like, yeah kind of like both tasting that yeah absolutely all right then we had uh austin gunn against your boy no i'm just kidding uh anthony <laughs> against anthony agogo um pretty quick match uh agogo obviously came out with the british flag mm-hmm. um cody was with uh austin gunn came out with the american flag um, at the end, Gogo threw the American flag, but Cody was able to catch it. Oh, I'll say Austin Gunn took two punches to the uh, to the gut from Agogo, yeah. uh, and it, I guess it made it seem like he was bleeding internally, mm-hmm. and that's that's where the blood was coming from. Uh, the ref called the match. Now, I thought Agogo looked better in this, and I liked it, at did. least that they they had that last move where it wasn't just a 
a punch. Um, Austin Gunn actually looked good in the two seconds that he was running around the ring doing moves. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> if anyone, I guess you can't really do like two countries against each other because it, it's, you know, it's just a bad look in 2021. Yeah. But this so if no you're going to do it, it. I, I was going to say that if you're going to do it, it has to be the, well, I think this is all just building to Cody and Agoga. Yeah. Right. That's but if you're going to do it, it has to be the U S and England because no one actually is mad. At, like, <laughs> yeah, the other exactly. Why, why but would at, why would we be mad about them? <laughs> at the same time, like, no, no one's mad about the other country so it just it seems stupid <laughs> it's just like there was just kind of like no build to this this is like what's weird it's just like we had that cody promo from last week that like or two weeks whatever it was and it was just all <laughs> intense topics i'm like whoa i'm like this guy just came in he just joined the show last week and he pisses you off that much like it's not the, he, he, the only the, thing he said this, was wasn't this guy <laughs> wasn't he training in your facility like yes. he was your boy then yeah they were all in the same umbrella at the point when they had the nightmare factory but i was looking at this i'm like god i was just like i was just really like not prepared to, for any of that like the delivery was great but back to like the, yeah but back to the match uh like austin gunn was like a perfect candidate to make because yeah we get the point of this sometimes they don't really execute it well uh, I think this served its purpose, though. You got to make Anthony Gogo look like a star. He's going against Cody, one of the like head honchos there. Mm-hmm. Austin Gunn, I think, did this a phenomenal job of selling it. I finally am, ha- I think, happy that the whole gut punch thing. I like it that they kind of use it as more of a maybe um, a momentum stopper or an equalizer. Not so much of like, oh, he nails it. It's just like kind of like this cheap, oh, like one one kill, whatever, you're done. Yeah. It's just like, okay. And then he sold it really well. And then the pop-out, uh, the pop-up knockout punch, I'm like, all right, that looks aesthetically more pleasing than what it was just yeah. shown before. He, he looks like a star. That like that That's what I think this match actually, he's, I flack him for a lot. He's starting to get that like swagger. Yes. A little like bit. they want to make him a star. He should be smoking guys like Austin. Like not, no offense to Austin guy hurt, especially because he made Anthony Gogo look like a star. He's like a, a wrestler's wrestler that like you need those guys but, mm-hmm. but anthony gogo should literally be smoking so many of these like kind of like those low caliber guys just so that he looks relevant when he goes against cody because at the beginning we're just seeing anthony gogo going against no names and they just punch him in the gut i'm like i have no clue what this guy really brings to the table this made him look way more relevant well so, no names just... no, no names than 50 year old men oh yeah 60 year old exactly <laughs> um yeah i do wonder where this goes like does he beat cody and then he goes on to bigger and better things or it's weird because it's like he really hasn't been on the whole presentation of this if he was maybe built for maybe a month or two and not part of the factory more of just like just kind of talking bad about the country and then cody says enough and then brings this american dream thing i'm like that would have been way better storytelling than like QT Marshall just standing in the background with his bowling shirt, be like, "Yeah, America well, does suck," and I am not going to say anything. I'm like, that makes his bowling no shirt. Sense. Yeah, no, <laughs> that makes no sense. So, so, yeah, I guess like they picked a guy and they went with a go-go over uh, Nick Camarado. He's the monster guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like I would have gone with him, but 
I don't know. It makes me think they they have a plan. They must have. Just because like, they make some stars give... out of it, that that's that that's the that's the goal. It has to be is like getting these new guys and make them into relevant names. I don't think yeah. Aaron Solo is going to be on the top of that list, but that's just my opinion. I think Nick Camarado looks great, and Anthony Gogo looks like a star. I just think they know they need, he needs a lot of work. Well, out of all of them, Aaron Solo does not have a Wikipedia page, and the rest of them do. So that's a <laughs> that's indicator. always a good indicator. <laughs> um, Solid indicator. All right, <laughs> all right. So then we had a little SCU promo um, where they recapped what happened last week. Daniels walked off instead of saying that he was done or not or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Frankie Kazarian cut a promo on the elite saying that he's going to hunt all of them down. Um, Never liked SCU more than I do now. Just when I started liking them, like, oh, I'll see you later. <laughs> um, I'm into Frankie being kind of a little assassin here. It just adds a wild card element to things. Like, does he interfere next week and the match with the Bucks and um, Mox and Kingston? Does he interfere with Kenny? Like, does he just wait? I don't know, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I'm not like, that I want, not that I want him to interfere, but just, yeah, I don't know if I'm like super excited. He says he wants to feud with the elite. He's like, I'm going to go against all you guys. And he just named seven guys and it's just him. So I'm just like, all right. Like as AEW has shown that like, which they're running the same thing, numbers of strength, all these factions and stuff. And then Kazarian's like, I'm going to go after the elite. I'm like, well, okay. It's not going to probably work out in your favor. If we're suspending our disbelief here. Yeah. You don't want to be saying, but it's just like Daniels walks off. So you're wondering what he's going to do. And then you have Kazarian who's just like so passionate about being elite. Like, I'm not sure if I would be thrilled thrushing him in the main event as in like, Oh, let me go against Omega. Let me go against all these like main event guys. Like, I don't know, but we'll see if he's compelling. Like what the SCU was compelling at the time, maybe it'll carry forward. All right. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens there. So then we had Miro come out, basically celebrate winning the TNT championship. Made sure to thank Jesus Christ uh, for winning the title. Uh, he said he he did he took what Darby said couldn't be taken and did what he said couldn't be done. Um, said that Darby should go back and do one of his gritty student videos, uh, gritty student films. Pretty funny. Yeah. No, um, and he said he will allow someone to challenge for the TNT championship next Friday. Uh, Dynamite is on Friday next week. Oh, Presumably yeah, that's right. That NBA playoffs uh, little move that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Lance Archer came out and Rupp said he's going to make Miro his Bulgarian bitch. Uh, <laughs> Miro said he always brings, Archer always brings the old man, Jake Snake, out to hold him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that there's not enough yoga in the world to save Jake if he gets in his way. Uh, Miro said everybody dies, but he insists that Lance be first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is masterful. And yes. getting back to what we were saying before about uh, reacting to the crowd when the crowd was saying Miro sucks, they're booing him. He or they want Darby. He held up the title and said, "Here's your Darby." Yeah, that was great. Uh, I thought that was. That was, yeah. I actually uh, thought of you when he did that. I was just like, that's playing the crowd. I was just like, I know you're all about that. I was like, that's playing right into what they're doing. 
I would say I'm all about it. And I loved this. Uh, this is exactly who Miro needs to be. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be shocked if he dropped the belt anytime soon. I wouldn't mind seeing him wrestle Lance Archer a couple times, but yeah. Yeah. No, awesome. I'm actually very excited for that match. I think it might be, I'm not sure, maybe a little early because I can't see Miro losing anytime soon. I think he's going to flourish. Like, honestly, this promo was great. And he like called out uh, Jake, Jake Snake Roberts too. He's just like, no amount of uh, DDP yoga is going to save you if you ever come near me or whatever. And I was like, damn, he's, he's just oh my going, gosh. He's firing <laughs> off on all cylinders. <laughs> This this goes back into my um, genuinely funny bucket. This is what yeah. made me think of it was just, oh my gosh, they were d- just crushing. Like if Miro yeah, plays Miro's his character, a very, there, he's a very funny guy here. Like even backstage, everyone says like, oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, love him. All right, so then we got into the main event, the Varsity Blondes versus the Young Bucks. Um, the Bucks were super heelish throughout, of course. Um, we'll get into some of the specifics, but they eventually won uh, with a tap out, mm-hmm. had some cold spray, definitely uh, interference there. Yeah, uh, Mox and Kingston did spray. show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> showed up at the end. Uh, they knocked, they put out the bucks with holds, uh, and then they stole their shoes. <laughs> and, very, uh, very, very street move. <laughs> Yeah, and they're going to be uh, competing with each other at double or nothing. So, yeah, your take. Yeah. I thought the I thought the match was good. I did see that the Varsity Blondes seemed a little bit more kind of like green, as in like I could sense that like okay, this is like our main event like shot right now. Yeah. So like when I think it was a time where like Brian Pillman was like taking the heat of getting like um getting beaten down and he's trying to go for that hot tag. Like I just saw that guy Griff Garrison go like crazy. He's like sprinting back and forth. I was like, I get that you're excited, but that makes you look like the weirdest guy in the room. So like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. But like he had a great hot tag and all that stuff. Classic heel stuff. Like they sprayed the cold spray, which I didn't think this was going to be a thing, but it is. And like, I just see their yeah. Julia Hart there. And I'm like, they're definitely going to spray her in the face. And then, of course, they did. <laughs> and they're just doing it. Like, it was a good match. Like, Young Bucks, like, know what they're doing. And they're doing the classic heel, heel stuff. And it's just I was like going to say, yeah, it's like this just in. Young Bucks, very good. Like, yeah. I, I agree with you, though. Like, but that was my takeaway, too. Like, man, they made this kind of green. They definitely look green. Like, team yeah. look good, especially with Julia Hart. Like, they got this little heel stuff going on with the cold spray. But um even how it didn't work then it did work then it didn't work um yeah it was just like they constantly, was yeah they just constantly do it i even like the ending where like they kind of do like their typical young bucks move where like they springboarded and like slam their face in but like yeah. they did it into a sense of like being like bad guys and heels instead of just doing moves because that's what people like don't really get right is they, they'll just get their moves in they're like oh i still want to do it but they're like yeah but they're cheering you when you're doing that so that shouldn't be like the smartest thing but they know how to do it in a heelish way and then yeah. at the end uh like mox and kingston are doing great love that they stole their shoes such a straight move it's just like hilarious also don yeah. callis owning it every time he's on there like honestly i can't i couldn't even count a second when like don callis turned around and saw them he fleed and sprinted so quickly out of the ring looking like this like this little coward like that he's portraying i'm like dude this is like hilarious this guy just sprints as fast as he can does not yeah. care about anyone but himself but it's like so funny how like that goes or whatever but they're green the, the varsity bonds are green but the match is still still they look good still they good. still they still look yeah they, they were still good 
Yeah. Um, right. And it's a testament to the Bucks that that they're doing that. Um, I'm a sucker for rope walking. Love that. Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, I do. The, my only other note was I would like sometimes like a little more structure in a Bucks match. Like I'd like to see them do one where they're not breaking the pin up constantly. They're not just oh, in yeah. the ring constantly. Uh, yeah, I, I know ultimately. Yeah, ultimately they do follow the rules, and that's kind of nitpicky. But I would just like yeah. to see them check it out and uh, or or try it out, maybe at some point. But yeah, <laughs> at the same time, you know what? It's it's always good. Working it's always fun. Yeah. They would right. They would probably say that's what we do. Yep. Um. Yeah. All right. So let's do our uh, rocket and anchor. Sure. All right for rocket. I'm going to, this is a stupid one, but you know what? He deserves it. I think you already know what I'm going to say. Max Caster's raps. Oh yeah, man. They're too good, man. This guy. They're too good. Just fire every time. He had me, he had me rolling. He had me laughing a lot. And then I was checking out like what Renee said about it. Like I went to her Twitter to see like if she responded to it and sure enough, she did. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was funny. That was good, man. That was honestly, it was like super good. How they, like, I, I was going back and forth of like what things I generally enjoyed and what we kind of like went through. Like I saw like the mirror promo was so good. Like just him just like making mm-hmm. his jokes going out of, out of the way and all that stuff. And just like even the pinnacle stuff was good, but I'm a big sucker for tag team wrestling. So not only will I say probably my rock, if I ever get a specific one, uh is probably mox and kingston against the acclaimed like mm. including the rap in there that's just been so good and their match is good mox and kingston have been killing it and have such good getting to take even their promos as in like oh yeah it's his rapper and his rapper's friend like they're just funny talking with each other but like as a whole like not as a specific as a my rock of the night is just tag team wrestling like we're kind of seeing this unfolding mm-hmm. a little bit it's pretty cool like we got established teams like the young bucks we got like now Mox and Kingston going in, but we're also kind of seeing the future, like talking about years down the line, we got these new guys in the acclaim that they're, they're killing it, doing great. And then we got guys that have been thrust into the TV main event and the varsity blondes, and no one really knew who they were like a couple months ago. And now they've been doing pretty well and they have characters they are taking these tag team wrestling very seriously. So that's going to be my rocket as a whole is just tag team wrestling is like, it's good right now. And it looks good going into the future we could see these guys like tagging and are going and going against each other for quite some time and seem like they're going to have a lot of fresh stories i love it i love you getting creative with it yeah <laughs> um my anchor is jade cargill because i'm ready for something else i don't need to see her talk about wanting a manager anymore yeah i was gonna say jade cargill but like i don't know it might have been too short for me to like kind of look at that but that's been going on a while like yeah i, I want like, more i want yeah. more from it so that's why i'm picking on it maybe the sheeta versus rebel the rebel reba thing i think just bothers me for no reason so like i automatically kind of have a sour taste in my mouth when even like kind of like talking about that but like i don't know why they treat her as like this quirky in the ring type of person i actually read or heard that she's like very good or experienced or whatever um mm-hmm. but like there wasn't really much substance to this match at all the post match was like the whole point of it but that was probably my anchor of the night it's just like kind of yeah could it could have made something out of it like at this point because they had a lot of promos this whole show so many like kind of promos which is fine but like 
if you take one promo out, like you're not really hindering someone and then you could put into this match and then you could really add rebels character or something like that. But mm-hmm. whatever, that's mm-hmm. my anchor for the night. Yeah, I could see that. Um, this, this show in general, so I, uh, talking about rating, I'm going to give it a seven. I thought it yeah. was good. Um, but it was very clearly to me the first show where the, sh- the, the point wasn't the show. The point is they're getting to, to double or nothing. So, yeah. I mean, I think that goes hand in hand with what you're saying. There's a lot of promos. There's a lot of small segments, but <laughs> they weren't just to serve what was going on. They were <laughs> kicking it to May 30th. So that's fine. But for that reason, um, you know, I'm going to say a seven because it was still good. But it, that's what was weird it, about it. Like it was, yeah. I, I was, I was going to give it a seven and a half, but like, honestly, if you just take this episode out and then you go into next week's show, no one would have noticed at all. Like n- nothing was really advanced. Right. Everything was told the same way, but there were still good segments. Like you still had like our rockets of with like uh, the, the claimed and uh, Mox and Kingston was still good. You had mirror promo. That was just like hilarious and good at the same time. And then you got the young bucks mm-hmm. match was still always still good, but it's just weird. If I was in like, Oh, okay. Yeah, the, get this. The it's, only, it's done. Yeah. The only thing it advanced was Mox and Kingston to uh, fighting the bucks for the titles instead right. of just. If they announced it, would it, would anyone really argue or say like throw their arms in there? Like, Oh, what the hell? And stuff like that. But yeah. It's just like that. That's why I, I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh, this is like, I enjoyed a lot of things, but I'm like, but this was so like weirdly unnecessary. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was strange to see like a go home show from AEW, who I feel like doesn't typically do that kind of thing, basically. Yeah. And it's not even technically the go home show. So no, let's get into like, yes. <laughs> our schedule a little bit. So, yeah. so the next dynamite is next Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, the the 28th so we're not going to be recording after that we're going to wait until after double or nothing so hopefully we'll come at you on either the 31st or the first uh june 1st with our next our next episode um and for Mm -hmm. that reason let's really quick i don't want to take too long but we're going to Mm -hmm. give some predictions for double or nothing so i have the wikipedia up here so if anything is wrong on the card um don't blame me. Okay. <laughs> so starting, uh, we'll just do quick predictions. Yeah. So Young Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston for the tag team championship. It's too early to me. Um, yeah. I think the bu- the Bucks win this. Yeah, give me the Bucks on that one. Even though Mox and Kingston are great, and if they win, that would be such like kind of like a crazy like like not upset but like exciting as in, like whoa we didn't see that coming. But I think the Bucks will take that one. Yeah, I agree. All right, so then we have Darby Allen and Sting versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I would like for Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky to take this one, to be honest, but I have no no idea of like how they would make Sting's first match in like six years of an in-ring match. Second? Not- second? Oh, you think well, they're going to be yeah. that cinematic? No, no. They they specifically, I remember the announcers even on the show said, this is oh, okay. not a cinematic match. This is going to be his first in-ring match in like six years or something. And I'm like, there's no way he's going to lose at this point. So I think Sting and Darby got him. I think I'm going to pick Paige and Sky. What? I think that they're going to get some juice. <laughs> that's crazy. I, th- I, think, I think they're going to cheat or something and... That's how they may win. But yeah, yeah. I think they're going to win. They will get some momentum off that. I'll be very curious on that one. 
Yeah. Well, it, right. That's the thing. They have to do something with them. Yeah. All right. So then we have Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle and Stadium Stampede 2. If the Inner Circle loses, they have to disband. Um, you know, for that reason, I got to say Inner Circle. I don't think the Pinnacle can win two of these in a row. Yeah, I, w- I was honestly thinking Pinnacle when they first announced it last week, but then like thinking about it, I kind of changed my mind on that. Like, I just think that like if they really have no set plan of what to do with the inner circle uh, when they all break up, then like what's the point of breaking out, especially when they're so like faction heavy in this company? What's the Pinnacle going to do? Are they really going to go after all the belts? That doesn't seem fun to me. I don't know. If the inner circle wins and then i could see them because like i'm kind of like waiting on like I, i'm excited i'm super excited for this uh this stampede match but i'm also kind of like excited for their like we were, remember when like this they first formed we were excited about all these feuds i'm like oh let's see like uh santana Ortiz right. against ftr or like spears yeah. and Guevara and all those like matches like we still have not gotten any singles or tag matches from that really except maybe like two random ones so i can't yeah, they could do a gauntlet that. they could yeah. do like a gauntlet gauntlet thing something like that so we'll go inner circle on that one stick stick with the group nice all right uh miro versus lance archer for the tnt championship Mm -hmm. miro's got to win this yeah i was i was kind of shocked they announced this match so soon because like archer is like he's great like honestly ever since he debuted and like i liked him being Mm -hmm. this tweener monster guy and now, like, they kind of were going back and forth. He was doing something with, like, Sting, and now they're just not doing something with Sting. It's it's kind of like they don't know what to yeah. do with them. So they threw him in with Miro. It's going to be a great match, I think so. But I agree with I that. I think Miro's yeah. going to win. But, unfortunately, Ar- Archer losing doesn't bode well for him. So that's why I'm kind of shocked they have this. I wonder if he loses. I wonder if even if Archer wins and then Miro demands a rematch and wins it back or something, like, I yeah, can see that be interesting. They don't really do title changes. To, like to, they try and make sure that like yeah. they keep it to a minimum, but that can make it more exciting. Mm-hmm. All right, Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage with Taz. Just a match. Um, I, I, oof, I really don't know here. You, you think, pick first. You're thinking about this, or you you're messing with me? Because honestly, I see this uh, as Hangman all the way. There's I mean, no I would question love, about it. This is one of my I would love picks. that. <laughs> oh okay i don't know but i mean like yeah they're like well what's gonna do with is brian cage gonna win again and then he's gonna be like yeah, okay and then he's the like, first win be- wasn't legit though the first one wasn't legit so i could see them having him win and be like see like i told you i could beat mm, you he's been getting the upper hand a lot honestly this is one of my very confident picks i see hangman definitely winning this without a doubt all right, just for fun, I'm going to say uh, Brian Cage then. You're the hangman. Guy. Um, I know. I love hangman. He'll be around. Don't worry. You said I have to wait. Oh, yeah. I got to right. wait for that. You got to wait for it. When the crowd comes back, he'll get his title shot in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then a whole bunch of people in this casino battle royale. Oh, yeah. You don't have to rattle names. I'm not going to put you through that. Give me, you... give me who you give me who you think's going to win. Oh, uh, Christian. Yeah, that's because right. <laughs> who else is in it that's really gonna? I mean, if it's not him, he's at least gonna be the lat him and somebody else, like him yeah. and Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy is gonna win. Like it's it's one of those. See, but this is kind of weird that AEW does. They have these like super like important number one contender matches, 
and then they'll just have the matches and like oh okay like imagine if jungle boy wins they're like oh he won the casino battle royale they make it so like important and then like all right next week uh jungle boy's gonna go against omega and right after this commercial break like you see how it kind of devalues like that like winning that much well, that's why it needs to be a that's why it needs to be a money in the bank, and I hope that's kind of what they do. I'm I don't not sure if know it's be like that. I, I think you're right that it's not, but I wish that it was, and that's my critique on them. If it isn't, so, so. remember that that tag team like casino battle royale thing where like it was like Pac and Ray Phoenix won, and then they yeah. kind of waited, and I think maybe someone got injured, but they still had the match or like they went through it anyway. The match was phenomenal, fantastic, but it just seemed weird. I was just like, they just won this big important match or like even with like Scorpio sky, like he won that brass ring ladder match or whatever. And then well, he, that was a sham. Yeah. And he just lost. And then like, okay. And then uh JD Drake, you're up next. You're going to get a TNT title shot next week. We're your Owen three yeah. record. And I was just like, this makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then we have Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. And if Agogo wins this, uh, uh, we'll end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Rhodes wrestling is the American dream one night only, unless Cody is like retiring. Honestly, like I can't. Come on, I can't. Yeah, I see Cody winning unless if he's like taking a break, doing his TV show. Uh, his ba- uh, he's having a kid coming in and stuff like that. Um, I just see Cody winning this. Yeah, agree. All right, Sheeta versus Britt Baker for the women's world championship. Oh man, Britt Baker. Baker. If it doesn't happen, it's a problem. Yeah. All right, and then <laughs> Omega, Orange, Cassidy, and Pack, and then we'll we'll leave you. So just just you just got to pick, and that's it. And we'll explain on the on the back end. Uh, I'm definitely going with Omega on this one. Yeah, me too. All right, awesome. Thanks yep. for riding with us. Make sure yep. to like and subscribe. Click the orange box. Give us your anchors, rockets. Just do it all, man. Just do it all. (laughs) All right. See you later. Peace. Bye.